I mean, I was in a frat, so whatever the frat had. Whatever the frat whatever had. What did the frat like to drink? So Bush like, Light. Bush Light. Uh, we, 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 so, so my last. I had that one time at a crawfish bowl. It was the nastiest thing. Bush Light? Nasty. Uh, better than Natty Light, I'll tell you that much. No, I like Natty Light better. So we had. Keystone Light, I think it's the top tier of. We, we never had Keystone Light, but it has a higher alcohol percentage. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Thinking Twice. I am your host, Tessie Solomon, and with me, Mr. Samuel Bloomberg. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Usually I ask them, how are yeah, you? Oh, you're, oh, <laughs> oh, he's trying to spice it up a little bit. Uh, I wasn't ready for that. You're, you're, my, my listeners are like, what? what? He, he thinks because I'm, uh, <clears throat> I hate to say it, he thinks because I'm white, I don't know how to season no. up a little bit. <laughs> All of a sudden, this podcast is about culture, and I'm over here making the first fucked up joke there is. So. No, no. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast, by the way. Hey, here's a fucked up line to start it off with. <laughs> All right, Sam. Uh <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the podcast, uh, Thinking Twice. How, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm good. We got some college basketball on, talking yeah. to you. I haven't seen you in a few days. Last yeah. time, uh, uh, school's over. Last time we saw each other, uh, Bama unfortunately beat Georgia. So that was, oh, yeah, that, that was last Allen time, and then you went and got drunk. So absolutely. Kind of drunk. It was in, it was in, oh. but school's over, though. School's over. School's over, yeah. School's Ended over. on Monday. Uh, today, tonight's Wednesday. Um, Definitely happy about that. Bored out of my mind, though. I will say, I'm sitting there on my couch, doing absolutely nothing, like a fucking pathetic loser. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a full time program, and and now it's done, and then it's not. We're not like the break is not like two three weeks. It's like yeah. six weeks. So yeah, fuck. I'm over here sitting on my ass, and you're doing the big 180, having a fucking corporate job. I I needed to do something. Suit up a little bit. It's like fucking I, Barney, <laughs> Barney from I, 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 Suit up. Let's suit. start off on this. Uh, no, I needed to do something. <laughs> I needed to do something to stay busy. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Like, uh, how how was your first? Uh, sec- I guess second semester. How, how how was it for you? Second semester was good. It was hard. Um, you know, everyone was like, "Yeah, the first semester is done." You know, over the summer, I was obviously just trauma all around. Felt like my mother's funeral. Not my mother. My grandmother's funeral again. Uh, just sitting there, like, "Oh my god, what just hit you?" Um, second semester was hard though. It, it, was, it, was, it, it, it was hard, but it wasn't. I think it wasn't as intense as summer because summer it was back to back to back to back. Right, three weeks. I mean, uh, it, was, it was stretched out like Fat Albert's pants. Yeah, so. and they put like the three most complicated classes in the beginning. So. I know they they definitely did that. They they threw threw you in right away. Definitely a little difficult. Um, you know, second semester, obviously, just because it's a quantitative program, uh, definitely have a lot more of that. Um, however, the qualitative part kind of started phasing in a sense with a couple of classes, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, well, it you made know, it enjoyable. Well, you know, uh, we we kind of already started talking, but uh, you know, let's introduce you to the people that don't know you. Um, yeah. So, you know, let's let's talk about you, where you're from, uh, where you're currently living, uh, your alma mater, major minor, and the career field that you're seeking and the background that you have. Uh, this episode is called uh, "Growing Up Jewish." <laughs> so I mean, yeah, there you go. You threw you threw me right in there. Growing up Jewish, um, you know, kind of kind of talking about my story a little bit, and and just kind of keeping it brief. I grew up west of Washington D.C. Uh, in a small county called Loudoun County, um, and you know, is that, is that up, part of the DMV? 
depends who you ask. I'd say yes. Um, it's definitely Northern Virginia. You got a lot of people in Northern Virginia. They'll say they're from Nova. That's what we called it for short. But then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm from here. And it's like Central Virginia. So so I was actually from Northern Virginia. Um, <clears throat> grew up fairly standard. I mean, I guess the most traumatic thing that happened to me was my parents' divorce. So kicking off on a sad story there. Oof. But yeah, I know. Definitely definitely not the best. I was two <laughs> years old when that happened. So, oh, my um, God. I, I, there's two, two theories. A, I was a saved baby, which means, uh, my parents got pregnant and hoping that they would save their marriage. Um, <clears throat> that's first theory. Second theory was, that's really dark. <laughs> it, it is. No, 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 no. But, but you kind of come to, you kind of come to, okay, okay. you know, full circle with it when you're later on in life. Uh, I am wearing all black, so I'm dressed like my own funeral here. Um, <clears throat> second theory, the Dallas Cowboys, my father's Dallas Cowboy fan, and they played the Washington, at the time Washington Redskins, now Washington football team, in 1998. I think it was like October 22nd. Yeah. And I popped out nine months later. Um, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> Who won? Dallas won. So that's okay. that, 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 that's that's theory, a theory right? Right? Because, you know, if Dallas loses, like, oh, shit, maybe I wouldn't have been born. Everyone's like, what if this happened? I'm like, yeah. Had the Cowboys lost and choked, like Troy Aikman. Jesus. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have been born. But no, I'm here. I'm here alive. I, I like dark humor. Uh, it's the best humor there is, and so <laughs> grew up. <clears throat> parents divorced. I had, uh, I had two blood siblings, both older than me, and on my stepdad side, he had two kids, so two stepbrothers on that side, and then on my stepmom's side, two uh, stepbrothers, one stepsister. She's now my uh, actual sister. They adopted her, and so grew up. Moderately big family. Um, it was like cheaper, uh, cheaper brother dozen here. I know it was. It was like <laughs> the, it was just absolutely just terrible. And you're like um, you're like right in the middle, right? Or I'm, I'm I'm the second youngest. So so if you lined all the kids up uh, in order, as I don't know, there's seven, possibly eight. I don't know what the count is. I think seven. I'm the second youngest. So um, I'd like to talk about that later. Yeah, but, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about just just about the influence. So I grew up, whatever, went to high school. I wasn't the best high school student. Um, I had to learn in disability, and so that was fine. I didn't really care. First year, year and a half high school, I didn't really give a shit. I was like, ah, whatever. Like, did you wear Jinko jeans? Were you no, no, Jinko that, jeans? That was way, no, never mind. What you're, the hell are Jinko jeans? You're, you're young. I forgot, the, I forgot you're young. You were in the early '90s. I was wearing the late '90s. Yeah. Like, stick to your Game Boy, Jesus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so grew up, got through school. Went to Old Dominion University, kind of transitioned into college life. Uh, went to Old Dominion in Virginia Beach. Um, <clears throat> was a sport management major. One of the few regrets I have. Uh, once again, I can get in that a little bit later. And then joined a fraternity. I know it was cool with that or whatever. Graduated. So my major was sport management. My minor was in communications. I mean, if you took the most useless combination of degrees possible and said, here you go, I said, ah, sign me up. <laughs> it was like, um, fucking make... Uh, what are they? What do they call it? It's like not, I don't know. It's like one of those like stupid people that stand outside and like here, sign you up. And that was me with the sport management major and a communications minor. I mean, it, it makes sense though. Like, I mean, th that combination makes sense. So I think I think the pandemic, because uh, you graduated. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little yeah. ahead, but but you graduated right. I like graduated. Sta stadiums were shutting down when you graduated. Like, I graduated just after even... that. I graduated December twenty twenty. So if you look at. Well, I sports guess. weren't back that December. Sports, really? sports were back. But so. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can kind of it was baseball that really just... take you into a time. Yeah, Korean baseball. Who would have thought? I'm sitting here. I'm watching TV at 3:30 a.m. 
and in the state of Virginia, legalized sport betting a little bit later on. But I'm like, ah, Korean baseball, let's bet on it. Um, <clears throat> but my last semester, I guess, at ODU, because my, my truly last semester was a, like, capstone internship. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the sport world was shut down. I mean, the sport world absolutely just shut down. And when that happened, it was an oh shit moment. What are you going to do with your life? And so I had that question. I had to really take some time and look at myself in the mirror and ask what I wanted to do um, for stability purposes. And so I added that minor on. It was like three extra classes. It was fine. It was whatever. Mm -hmm. So did that. Graduated from ODU. Couldn't find a job after. We're obviously still in the middle of the pandemic. This was December 2020 when I graduated. And so I had experience, but it, no one was hiring, right? Why would they? And so I eventually decided to come to grad school where I am now. Met you. Met some fabulous people. And, hook them. Uh, hook them forever, man. I always knew I wanted to go to Texas when I was young. I just never had the grades in high school. And so I, I think by junior year, my either my sophomore year or junior year of college, I got a Texas Longhorn shirt. And really? so I did. So... Marco has it now. I have to get it back from him. Um, but I I guess you could say I manifested this. So definitely happy where I am now. That's awesome, man. Okay. Good. Uh, let's, uh, let's go into this next uh, uh, yeah. portion of the podcast I like to call current events. Okay. Very creative uh, of calling this section current events. Uh, current but events. <laughs> but uh, this, is a, uh, this is kind of like an insider between what we've been talking about yeah. uh, the past few days. <laughs> Because I just recently found out, uh, you just found out via me and Tori, yeah, the the Austin Moon Towers, the Austin Moon Towers. <laughs> uh, this conversation happened, and and it's funny because I've been in the Austin area for, yeah. I mean, I I've been in Austin area since 2014. I you know okay. I moved back and forth. You know, I was in San Marcos. I went back to Houston. Yeah, but I've been pretty fucking familiar with the the area of of Austin. Yeah, and so my neighborhood. Uh, one of the complaints that I have, like, it's a great neighborhood. I love it. <laughs> but it's just super low lit. Like, yeah. there's no street lights at all. Right, right. And we were at a happy hour with our professor. Yeah. And he mentioned, I asked him when he went to UT. He told me he went to UT, uh, I, I think, like, somewhere in the 80s. I forgot. Yeah. And and he told me that he lived uh, in Hyde Park. And right. turns out that he lived two, three blocks from where we're at right now. Right. And I asked him, like, I love the neighborhood, but it's just so lit. Like, why is that? And he's like, well, it's because of the moon towers. Yeah. And I'm like, the fucking what? It just sounds funny. The moon towers. Moon towers. Like, what kind of name is that? And and we went into a rabbit hole. And then I started talking to, with everybody. Tori was also having similar conversations. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then we just brought it all together. And, and Tori and I were just like, dude, can you believe the, the moon towers? And he's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and, and it just became... A thing, and and you guys were there when we were eating pizza, right. and we we're just talking about the moon towers. And this whole past weekend, we had a solid twenty minute conversation about, <laughs> about the moon freaking towers. lights. Uh, I mean, you think we're a bunch of stoners talking about lights for like twenty minutes? So, so, so for for people that don't know what the moon tower is, because I, 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 you know, I just found out about this, and I think it's really cool. The moon tower, it, it was these these it's it's these towers, like they look like cell phone towers. Yeah. But at the top of the tower, there's like, you know, probably like 10, 10 light, 10 floodlights all around. Yeah, and like a circular motion. And a circular motion. And they, they're supposed to uh, illuminate the neighborhood. These were really popular 
before street signs. So these were like, I think they, the first one was came out like in 1894 or something like that. Okay. And, and Austin had them all over the city. And so did a lot of towns. The thing that made it uh, unique in Austin is that they never got rid of them. Till this day, they 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 still have I, I think, think like eleven left. Eleven left, yeah. yeah, something like that. And it's just so crazy that that they're still around. Like they used to be all over the world, but now they're just in Austin, and <laughs> yeah, Austin's the only Austin, Texas. And it just it just blows my mind. Like it just blows my. It's mind. such a weird concept. It it is, but but like I, I was can... telling you, like I, okay, so I, like there's books about the, the the moon towers, there's rumors, there's theories, there's all kinds of stuff about the moon towers. The city's embraced it too. This yeah, the city yeah. loves it. I think it's I, I want to say it's a landmark. I'm not too sure, but you know there there, there there's was, a map based on there's moon a map. <laughs> what a I, strange thing. The, I think the most famous moon tower that that um that people have seen is the one at Zilker Park because that's yep. the one that they decorate with lights as a tree for yep. trail of lights. Yep. So if you look at if you look next time you're or if you go to Troll Lights or whatever, yeah. when you're a Zoker, look for that moon tower and and you'll see it. And you it's can't very miss it. Strange. It's very strange. It's a very it's, strange. It's concept. a weird concept. I don't know what they were thinking when they said let's just put these up instead of let's put some lights up. Well, they never got rid of them. Well, that's what, so 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 I guess that's you know advances it right. Yeah. You figure when these were put out, <clears throat> I think they said the 1800s they were put up. 1894. Right. So there's no cars. Um, most cities have streetlights, though. I mean, Austin's I, on a booming town. So they, they said, fuck it, let's throw up moon towers. Like, I mean, people, people like, when this came out, like, you know, people were speculating that these lights would eliminate the need for, for police, right? Uh, that, the, that the carbon arc bulbs were, were bright and the locals worried that the potential crops might overgrow or, 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 <laughs> or even people wore umbrellas at, at, uh, at night to protect their skin because they, there was nothing, something like this. I remember right? you told me about that. They were like people like carry umbrellas. At they were night, scared because it was so bright. Now, now we've been we we drove by one at night. You seen the moon? It's t- not bright. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not. It's not bright compared to because LEDs are out now. There's right. new technology, and so for us, it doesn't look bright. But you got to think of like at a time when there was no right. There was no cars on the road. No cars so on the road. There's nothing. I, it's just you and your like. I just I don't know. I mean, so so I'm looking at it right now. You're looking at the moonlight. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the moon tower. There, there is a city skyline with the moon tower. I don't know if it's real, but I, I had to show you a picture of it. It's like next to the Capitol yeah. building. See, but that one looks fucking huge. Like, I don't think it's that huge. No, it's 165 feet tall. I mean, uh, yeah, you actually, to, no, but that, that's just huge because that's tall in the Capitol. So, so Austin purchased them. And originally at the time, they purchased 31. Now we said that they're down to 11. And so at 1,500 so foot them. radius. Well, they've reduced them, but I mean, it's like, what's the point? I mean, do you think that the the city should keep them? I mean, because they're so so in 1993, and I'd love to know what is. I mean, I, I guess so. In 1993, they replaced all the bulbs and all the shit, whatever. 1.3 million dollars. So, do you think they're just right in that worth? Because I mean, they're expensive too. Now they're a landmark, but I don't think you need 11. Like we, I think we were. In, Southeast Austin, or not even Southeast. We were just in East Austin. We're in the East Side, Caesar, and we saw one. And we saw one, and it's like, what the hell is the purpose of this? It just looks strange because it's it in the middle. Like, dumb. <laughs> I mean, it looks like. So I, I like the one. I like the one right here down the right, street, right uh, in Hyde Park, and that's 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 the first one actually. It's on uh, Speedway and 30, 40th. It's something around there. Forty fortieth Speedway. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I remember the first time I ran by it, I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. 
Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's nothing special. Like, I'm sure people are, like, speculating something. Like, oh, like, what is this? It's literally just a street light. Yeah. But it's just so fucking weird. And, I, and I'd be curious to look into it. So, so I have a theory for it. Okay. And we talked about it briefly. And this is going to sound fucked up coming from me. I think it had something to do with slavery. And I so don't know. I, I only mention that because I know it's now the late 1800s. Obviously, the Civil War has ended. But we're still in Texas. And obviously, from pretty much the time that the U.S. was like founded, in a sense, all the way till mid-1960s, we're still very segregated. Right. It was still very, very segregated. Um, it, it just makes you think, could this have been an extension of it? Because, I mean, it does look like a like it, watchtower. Right. And it so that's my like point. It's like, I don't know if there's like a stand up there where people can like stand and overlook the city. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, from the looks of it, it looks really thin. Uh, okay. Maybe. I mean, maybe you could. Um, I have a picture of the moon towers. For li- for the listeners, just Google Austin Moon Towers and you'll see what we're talking about. But it it it's it's just we, like, never, we it, never told them they're like these jackasses. What do they tell us to look up? We we have no visual the Austin, conception of it. <laughs> the Austin Moon Towers, but it doesn't it it it, it doesn't look like so, so. I know that a lot of people have died. Like I think there's one. Uh, there's a haunted one. You there's said. a one, there's a haunted one where people believe that it's haunted because people would try to climb the moon tower and they would fall. And then there's a. Uh, what kind of drunk idiot thought that was a good idea? Hey, let's climb up this 165-foot moon tower, all for the purpose of... And that's where the sentence ends. No one knows. It's yeah. like, what the hell's the point? Damn, that's Speedway. That's a picture right. of... Right, so if you look at Speedway there, there's no houses. There's no houses. It's, it's just it's, just, it's, a, it's a big plot of land. It uh, looks like there's maybe a road that goes through it. A dirt road. There's horse carriages. Maybe, yeah, so. maybe there's like, a, like one house there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a big-ass house. You could see, you could barely see. So, the that, roof. so like that's my theory. Could okay. that be a plantation or something along those lines? I don't know. I that's, don't know. That's I, a theory. I've never looked into it. I I I think Friday night we went on a bar crawl. First electric, uh, first electric light, Austin, Texas, eighteen ninety seven. Well, so you know what's crazy Oof. about that is they built a whole effing city around that. That moon tower has but been see, there. But that, see, that's, that's just north of campus. That's just right north of campus. Okay, so um, they built a shit ton of neighborhoods around that. Yeah. I mean... The core... the core, Austin's core... I mean, you could I yeah. mean, you could argue that the middle of, of the city is where campus is at. Yeah. And that's where all the moonlights... Which is are, very fair. Are, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the moonlights. The moonlights. And, the and, moon. and it's... it's, it's Austin been, Powers? No. Austin Moon Towers. It's <laughs> It's been adopted by the city. Uh, it's It's been made... Uh, it was made famous by... Uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Days and Confused. Uh, there's a line uh, where he's like, "Party at the Moon Tower." That's that's <laughs> what he was talking about. Party at uh, the, the Zoker Tower. Tree. We talked about that. I mean, there's a Moon Tower Comedy Festival. There's a Moon Tower Saloon. There's uh, you know, there's books. There's the the film festival. Uh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Top three uh, things about Austin now is Matthew McConaughey, UT, and Austin Moon Towers. And Austin Moon. That's the top three. <laughs> If you uh, ask anyone why they're coming to Austin and they say for like the city themselves, they're lying. No. They're coming for the Moon Towers or UT, or <laughs> they think they're going to see Matthew McConaughey, like just Jesus casually walking, walking around, like yeah. on Sixth Street. He's, he has, yeah, right on but West Sixth. I mean, I mean, there's ACL. There's oh, South there's South a ton there. more to Austin. It, it's it really there's is the a tacos, beautiful city. Of the breakfast tacos, which I don't, I'm not a big fan of. But Which breakfast tacos? I just you know the tacos you? here in Austin aren't that great. There's some good spots. There's some he's good a Houston boy. I'm a Houston boy. He's mm-hmm. a Houston boy. When when you're coming from Virginia, and 
I don't even know what the closest thing you have to like Mexican food or Mexican culture yeah. <laughs> is like some corner on the block or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You would say that every taco is pretty good. I guess. Only, only flour tortillas. But you though. need to come with me to Houston. I'm gonna come to it. Okay. I'm gonna come with you to Houston and San Marcos uh, to experience it. <clears throat> I've been to Dallas before. I'm gonna go to San Antonio. Yeah, too. we went. We went. You were at that game with these with us at the. I Red was River. Yeah. Red River game. Great up. first half, shitty second half. I think I've never been drunk at an earlier time. Well, let's let's use that to segue into our next topic. Okay, uh, let's do a little quick round, round robin on uh, sports. Just yeah. seeing uh, seeing what's going on. So let's go to college football. Yeah. What are your predictions for football? Who's winning the Natty? What's it looking like? Who's winning the Natty? Or who yeah. do I want to win the Natty? What do you Cause, think? Because who do I think? I think it's gonna be Alabama and Georgia. And I think, yeah. honestly, I think Georgia actually has a shot this time. Who do I want to see in it? I want to see. I hate Michigan. I absolutely hate, hate Michigan. I love Michigan. Screw everything about Michigan. What? Why? I just don't like it. I don't know why. It's just one of those schools. Like so, is he, so, you know, it's funny because like I'm, I'm a huge fan of Tom Brady. I'm a huge fan of Derek Jeter. Yeah. Both Michigan, Michigan stars. Yeah. I don't know why. I hate Michigan. I think it's part of like you know how everyone just hates UT like in the South. Like before they cheer for their own school, they're gonna go horns down. I just I feel that way about Michigan. I don't know why. I actually wanted to go to Michigan for grad school. Great business school. Raw school of business is a fabulous business but, school. But, but see, I like it. Do you the like opposite, it because opposite from you? My roommates in the Marine Corps were big Ohio State Buckeye fans. And this is like 2011, yeah. 2012. This is when they were getting their like ass this, kicked every single year. No, this is when, well, yeah, Michigan was getting their ass kicked. Right. And Ohio right. State was doing, they were like this powerhouse. Uh, I think Urban Meyer had just gone there. So they were right. really great. And I hated Ohio State Buckeyes <laughs> just because I wanted to fuck with them. Uh, yeah, I could see that. So, so Buckeyes, <clears throat> great people. I, nothing against them. I just like such a weird them. fucking mascot. Like here, here's a <laughs> marijuana. Only. Oh no, it's not. It's a Buckeye or some shit it's like that. It's a state flower. State. I don't know who the hell thought that was a good idea. Um, not even the best school in Ohio. Not no. even the best school. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a f- killing. You it. don't I mean, think they have a shot at all with uh, who's I, playing Georgia? I, so Cincinnati's playing Bama. Okay. And Michigan's playing Georgia. Georgia. I love to see Cincinnati win. They have one of the better defenses in college football. I just don't know. I think. They, I, think I mean, who 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 is the big team they beat this year? Notre Dame. They kicked the ass out of Notre Dame. I mean, yeah. they beat Houston. They beat Notre Dame. Um, <clears throat> definitely, definitely in a weaker conference, right? Yeah. They have SMU. First Power Five. First con- uh, group of five. Group of five. First group of five. But they are moving to Power Five. They are moving to the Big Twelve. They're replacing. Uh, Texas and OU are one of the you know few schools replacing Texas and OU as they leave for the SEC. Um, I'd love to see Cincinnati, Cincinnati win. That'd be crazy. Cincinnati uh, over Bama. Cincinnati fans are like, we want Bama. I I don't know if I agree with that. I think that. it's going to be Georgia-Alabama. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Michigan and Georgia. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Michigan and, plays and Georgia. Michigan and Alabama. Yeah. See, I, don't, uh, I, 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 don't I I would rather watch I would rather watch that or Cincinnati and Georgia. That's what I want. I don't want two SEC teams. I'd agree with that. I I hate the SEC. I'm sad Texas is moving there. I know everyone's I'm kinda like, excited. Oh. I'm kind of excited. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like super excited. I I don't I don't know. I don't think we're gonna lose. I don't think we're gonna get our ass kicked. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's a shitty season. Yeah. Um, I miss Tom Herman by the way. So me too. Me sad. Too. Uh, sad. Sark has taken over that era. I remember, I remember when Sark was 
drunk as a you know, drunk yeah. as a skunk, and like it's like ah, what the hell? Like why not? Um, going to NFL. NFL. Your Cowboys, they're looking okay. Not too shabby. <laughs> they're 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 week. fine. They've suffered the last few weeks. Yeah. They've they've they started out. <clears throat> we lost to the bunk bucks the bunks. Um, we won six or seven in a row, and we've now won like two out of our last five. I don't Not know. Good. I don't think it's. I think I think we're gonna win the division. I feel pretty confident in that. I don't know. Washington's looking pretty good. Was- so Washington, Taylor Heineke. He's he's on fire. He's on my fantasy draft. He's on your fantasy draft, and your fantasy. Oh, sorry. Team, your yeah, fantasy, fantasy team, team, I think, sorry. is like shit. I I think your fantasy team. I think I'm in the playoffs though. So. I think seventy five percent of leagues in the playoffs. So, I mean, if you're gonna like, like I that, beat yeah. you. I beat you. Ah, uh, get the hell out of here. Yeah, you did beat me. And um, I beat uh, uh, number one, Jalen. I beat Han. You 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 pulled off a few good upsets. You're Taylor Heineke himself. You pulled off the the Washington football team or the Bucks. This is that's that's <laughs> a comparable. Um, NFL. My Cowboys are looking all right. I'm a little nervous. They. I mean, they're they're gonna be de- like they might they might sneak in the playoffs. Sneak in. They might. Who's gonna win that division? Washington. You really think Washington the football team? Uh, no. Or no. the Eagles? I think uh, no. the Eagles. The uh, here's why you sound what, crazy. Menchu, Menchu is that the quarterback? Uh, just, I mean, he he is the quarterback now. Menchu mania. He looked pretty good. So I think I think that 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 mustache was is that NFC East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be, and and it's always been like this. So the NFC East has not had a consecutive uh, win in division or consecutive team win in the division. Back to back. Two thousand. Yeah, back to back. Since two thousand and three, I want to say it is. It's just so that's it, why it's, Washington and it's cannot a, win. And it's always and it's always around the last two three games that that it's always. It's always. And I think it's going to be like this again. I think it's going to be like this again. Here's um, why I'm I'm happy is because Dak's back. Dak Dak well Dak's back. He's not running with it, which I'm a little sad. But Dak is seven and one against Washington in his career. I mean that is that's outstanding, and, and you really can't ask for much more out of your quarterback. That said, I I always enjoy the big games. I especially with Dak with Romo, I felt like we always like eh whatever like maybe we'll have a shot maybe not. 50, Romo 50. was good. Well, uh, Romo Romo was good, but I I love Dak. I, I he's yeah. just he's just such a he's a leader. He's a leader, and and I really think <laughs> with any game, I'm like yeah this guy's got a chance. That said, I mean. Dak, Dak first gained my confidence. His rookie year, we went up to Green Bay, and I think it was like week six, week seven. And every time the Cowboys played in Green Bay, it was always an L. It was always an L. And so I, uh, it's like uh, Anfield of any soccer fans. Um, we won. Mm. And that's when I started believing. And I was like, okay, this guy, this guy's the shit. And then, he's good. He's good. You're, you're a Texans fan. I I'm mean, a Texans fan. You can't talk. Yeah, uh, your Texans, talk. I don't know your Texans are struggling. I don't know what's going on with that they, organization. I mean, they won two games this year. You know what's funny, though? If, like, if Alabama wins and Bill O'Brien gets a national championship oh with – Because I think he won the Super Bowl with, 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 the, with the Patriots, didn't he? He might have. He might have been like yeah. an offensive consultant or some some you know smaller position. Yeah, so he would have a, a Super Bowl. <laughs> Bill O'Brien is just something. Um, uh, that, that's the situation the Texans are in, though, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, uh, yeah. what would you think of the World Series? 
Astros. I'm happy the Astros lost. Get out I mean, I know we're talking about this, you know, now almost a month and a half later. I guess even a month later. Um, I hate the Astros. I'm a Yankee. Why are my fan. friends with you? So, so I like all Why all Texas, all Dallas sports. I like the Stars. I like the Mavs. I like the Cowboys. And then you got me as a Yankee fan. I hate the Astros. Everything about Houston. And not necessarily Houston, I guess. It's Houston the versus the world, you know. Well, I, I kind of feel that way about the Rockets too. I'm like, I really don't like the Rockets. What did they do to you? I hated James Harden. Oh boy! Now he's not there anymore. So he's not there. So, so you can so like him. Like, no, I can't like them. I can't like them. Texans. I love this. <laughs> I love the Energy Stadium. I love Energy Stadium. But I hate. I don't know the Astros. Just I'd love to go to a game just to tell them they'll fuck themselves. I hate What's the Astros. What's wrong with you? Dusty Baker's a fraud for taking that job too. <laughs> Astros versus the world, man. And that's what it feels like. It's Houston versus the world. Yeah, every city says that. I mean, it's like what Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. Is that what the is that what the comparison is? I don't know. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nah, it's Houston versus the world. <laughs> uh, Just to actually, feel electric about that. NBA, uh, how's it looking? I haven't much watched much of the NBA this year. Um, I think finally going to a school with a good college basketball team, I actually feel more inclined to watch college basketball over NBA. Yeah. Um, so I, re- Texas I really doing good. Texas, Texas has one loss. It was against Gonzaga at Gonzaga. It's fine. I mean, it was like week two. It was or, the second sorry, game. game it was yeah. the second game. I don't really have anything for it. Um, my Mavs not looking so hot. According to the record, Lakers suck. I mean, is LeBron done? I think they just won against the Celtics. They yesterday. just they just beat the Celtics. No, but is LeBron done? <sighs> He's gonna know. He's thirty six. 37 I think so I think I think we're we're starting to see LeBron slowing down I think yeah. uh probably has tops three three more years two two I think he waits until his kid gets into the NBA they play one year together and then that's it that's it that's the sunset you think he's gonna go back to Cleveland wherever his kid goes his kid goes to Cleveland that'd be crazy LeBron goes to Cleveland mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna go to Cleveland though um what do you what do you see LeBron James doing after? Do you see him as a as a coach? Do you see him as a? He's a great businessman. He's, so yeah. so if I had to use some words to describe LeBron, I cannot stand him as a player. He's adapted so well. Um, <clears throat> that said, phenomenal businessman. He has numerous business investments that have absolutely just I don't want to say taken off, but in a sense, kind of taken off. He is either part investor. Or part owner of Fenway Sports Group, who owns yeah, uh, the Red Sox. Involved everywhere. Yeah, the, I mean he he's he's like that mere phenomenal businessman. Has always adapted to the game. Can't stand him. Done tremendous stuff in the community. He opened the I Promise School. Uh, those kids now get free uh, tuition at I want to say Kent State. Um, yeah. I mean he's he's doing good. I think he's gonna. Yeah. I think he's gonna be do. I think he's gonna be doing good. Yeah, we got to transition. Yeah, we got to transition. I know. I know you have a few questions for me. I do. I do. Uh, let's go into the topic of the day. Yeah. Let's do. <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing I'm like I. Laugh. He's I'm laughing like I fucking came in here with my yarmulke and my. No, I'm, that's not even true. That's not I even mean, true. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the way you're looking at me. What do you mean? I'm looking you're at staring you. Staring right in, the, in my eyes. Like you want to kiss me? That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, what? all right. I think I think Jesus is manifesting right now, and uh, it's funny how I'm scooting further and further away from him. No. Um. <clears throat> okay. What a creep. Let's go. Uh, growing up Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, no, no holidays right now. Hanukkah just happened though. It just ended. It's it's an unofficial Eight crazy nights. It's an unofficial holiday. Um, <clears throat> definitely. How, how was your Hanukkah, by the way? It was good. It's, I mean, it, it was good. I got some nice things. I'm grateful for you know my girlfriend and my parents <clears throat> who were able to you know definitely give those to me. Um, for those that don't know what Hanukkah is, I did have to look it up. Uh, just, to, just to confirm I'm giving you the right... Po- politically you know, correct. Politically correct. Let's yeah. go with that. Uh, a Jewish festival commemorating uh, <clears throat> the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent redictiction? I don't know. It was the second temple. Um, and so what it is, is you have a menorah, which has uh, nine slots in it. So eight candles um, that are supposed to be, you know lit throughout the nights uh and so then you have one big candle and so say on the first night going from right to left you have the big candle and then the first candle lit second night two candles two smaller candles one big candle and, and so on and so forth um <clears throat> growing up jewish though what do you want to know well uh, i mean do you just want me to talk about it so okay so let's start let's start here okay how do you compare first of all the jewish well, you know what? Sorry, let's let's skip that one. Growing up Jewish, okay. What were some of the differences you noticed uh, between your culture and and I guess Christian or or, or non Jewish cultures? Because okay. U.S. is really heavily influenced by Christianity, and yeah, I would and, say majority is Christianity. Yeah. So how? So what was that like growing up? It was it was something, um, you know. At first, I never really understood. We we never celebrated Christmas. We only celebrated Hanukkah. Uh, even you don't my get parents, those days off in school, huh? Like in elementary. No, so that that sucked. Uh, my parents would always pull me out on Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, and then Passover. And so, <clears throat> school never, at least where I'm, you know, where I'm from in Virginia, hmm. uh, they never gave you off. And it, it was fine. It was, I mean, it was whatever. You would just sit in a service for three hours. It sucked. We have to do it. And like you just move on with your life, but I would I would say I never really understood at first. Right. Like you know everyone has Christmas lights, and everyone does all of that. You know we had I guess Hanukkah lights, and we didn't have a tree. We didn't have any of that. And so Hanukkah, you know, was our major holiday. Christmas, what we would do is we would eat Chinese food. The stereotype was eat Chinese food on Christmas and day. And go to the movie theaters. Yeah. Christmas day. Yeah. Yeah. So. We would we would go go and you know that's that's funny because I think that's that's nationwide. Well, nationwide. I, well, because nationwide. You, you, were, you were doing this what in Virginia? I was. My buddy in, in Houston, he does that too. And I actually went oh, with him. Yeah. I went with him one day to eat Chinese food. Yeah. And and he's like, yeah, it's like a our, our tradition. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's that's because so, every, everything's closed. Everything is closed everything except is closed. Chinese restaurants. I mean, everything is closed except Chinese restaurants. And so that's what we did. We. We go to Chinese and we would go see two or you know one or two movies in the movie theater and that was it. Did you ever feel like there was representation of your culture in 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 pop pop culture like in, no. in media? No, no, no. And and the truth be told is so because there is a so, lot of fam- like a lot of famous people are Jewish. You know, well, a I, lot of famous Adam Sandler is your go to guy. <laughs> Seinfeld, Seth Rogen. I never saw Seinfeld. You, you've been trying. I, I I need a show to commit to over my well because okay so my first encounter with um, the Jewish culture was the Rugrats. Tommy Pickles was Jewish. 
That's funny. And they had an episode on Hanukkah. Okay. And I did not understand it. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And so next was uh, Seinfeld because I'm for you know Seinfeld. Jerry's he's Jewish right and 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 New York I think has a really big New Jewish York community. New Jersey yeah yeah like New York and New Jersey they closed down the schools wow for, for the Jewish holidays I didn't know that so it's so like I have um some cousins in New Jersey and <clears throat> every Jewish holiday closed down wow. and they closed down for Christmas holidays you know went to break whatever too um but you know where they live they live in a pretty Jewish part of New Jersey you would see people walking on the street. A lot of Jews were walking on the street because they might not have, you know, automobiles. They don't necessarily believe in that. They would they would walk down, you know, your stereotype Jew with the top hat and the, the braids. Like, it's pretty funny. I mean, I will say it's like you see these guys and like, ah, it's pretty funny. But at the same time, it's like, well, we saw we saw thing. we saw something like that similar when we were watching the game at Cain and Abel. Was, yeah. We saw uh, we, they were just out. They looked pretty lit like yeah. they were getting ready to party but oh they're fun they're fun as hell yeah i will, I will say did you ever you have those chance, curls i never had those curls but i've been to several bar mitzvahs and weddings and uh, so so i have a cousin who was he, you know he passed away but he was pretty close with uh the the israeli community and so for his kids weddings he would fly them out and they would have the curls and it was like the stereotype jew and it was like all oh, these uh. guys party because they party hard they drink like fucking dogs too i mean they like a dog drinks water is how they drink their alcohol it's like <laughs> fucking crazy and, and they took they taking like shots and i'm like you guys are fucking whack um but but to really compare the two right between christianity and jewish people i i never understood at first my father married a conservative either Christian or Catholic, I can really couldn't tell you the difference. Lady, and so we celebrate both now. I don't look at it any different. Like, Christmas to me is just another day. It's just another day. Instead of going and watching, you know, movies, I watch basketball. I just... Big, big day for basketball. It's a big day for basketball and sport, but in Virginia. Um, <clears throat> you know, for me, I, I just don't care. And, and it's... I Everyone, you know, has their respective, you know, holidays that they celebrate and, and their respective... You know things that they do every year. For me, I just never looked at it like that. I just I don't I don't really care. And so, you know, to kind of transition, you know, talking about the Jewish people in the DMV, and you know Texas. Um, for for me, uh, we we had a smaller community of of Jewish people. There was there was only two synagogue. Well, one synagogue synagogue in our county, and one the you know the one that my girlfriend went to. Even the Jews up there, very, very reform, uh, in, in a sense. Um, you know, we had an Australian rabbi who had a tattoo, and and, and Jews are supposed to be against tattoos. Um, you know, I don't know where they stand on the whole LGBTQ plus, but uh, the, the rabbi before her was a gay man, and huh. so uh, super nice dude, super chill dude. Um, really, he had a phenomenal dog. It was a very cute dog. Um, I know it's like the one thing I remember about him, but <clears throat> I would say down here because of how diversified everyone is, you have people from different cultures, people from different states, uh, even people from different countries. I think it's, you know, because of how everyone is so open down here, mm -hmm. I think it's been widely accepted. Here and in so, Texas? In Texas, okay. in Austin, in Austin, I would say. I don't, I really can't, you know, speak about South Texas. I don't really know how it was in Houston. Maybe you could elaborate. Um, I, I just don't know. Uh, I I only know because of my friend uh, Bubba. Shout out Bubba. Bubba. Uh, but 
There's always uh, one guy. Everyone knows a person named Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding about that. Everyone knows someone named Bubba. Someone knows Bubba. <laughs> Bubba uh, Shrimp. But, uh, I mean, like I said, all, all, all the all the cultural references that I know were because of, cause of, cause of the media. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Seinfeld. Uh, there's, a, there's a show that, I, that really taught me a lot that I didn't know, and that was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because she, her family's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Oh, both families are Jewish in the yeah. show, and I really learned a lot from that. And and I was just like, wow, like I, I and it's funny because I, I do find some similarities between you know being a Hispanic and and uh, the Jewish culture, right. um, specifically the parents, how parents are like so involved in. And, parents are very involved, and there's a lot of guilt too, yeah. like the Jewish guilt. I don't know how it is for like Hispanic people, yeah. but if there's like Hispanic guilt that mothers give. It's, it's, I think, yeah, shit ton of that. Yeah. We get it. Like, I remember my mom would be like, you're not going to do that. Like, all right, here are the consequences. And I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) You said pick up my clothes or pick up the house. I'll pick up the whole house right now. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, there was a lot of guilt going on. But, but but you grew up, so your dad remarried a Christian woman. Did your mom remarry a, a Jewish man? No, so so he was a Christian, or he was like he's dead. No, he's still alive. He's a Christian dude, but he doesn't really care. Um, mm. So I would say there's more of an influence to you know try to do all that. And and I I think for me right, I I was open to learning it. I was never opposed. I was never closed ended about it. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And if I fuck with it, I fuck with it. If not, you know, so well, be it. It's it's interesting that you said that because there's actually, I think. There's some literature that that uh, that are, I guess, coincide or, or or the same. I think they're the same. I think the, okay. I think the Old Testament. There is. is if you is ask me, similar. I haven't picked up the Torah since I was bar mitzvah, and that was when I was 13. But you guys have like the, the story of Abraham, Adam and Eve. No. We don't have Adam and Eve. We have but, Moses. But, but you have Moses. Okay. Um, the the famous story about Moses is when the Jews were escaping from Egypt. He said, "Let my people go." And there's a whole song. It's like, "Let my people go," uh, not in a rap. That was version. on Veggie Veggie Tales. I remember seeing Veggie Tales. Um, <laughs> that was it. Was I remember seeing it? Veggie Tales was the was that the childish version of Sausage Party? Uh, yeah. Well, up. see, I thought it was like uh, when I. So, I mean, this is back in my day, Sam. Uh, back in the day on Friday nights, you would go. Back in the seventies, you would go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video. Okay, I remember Blockbuster. So I would go to Hollywood Video and would choose. Uh, everyone, everyone in the family would choose one movie, and we would watch it throughout the weekend. And I remember Veggie Tales, and I thought it was going to be like a cool cartoon movie. Uh, diversity. And and you know we play it in and it's 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 a really good movie but it was uh, really influenced uh, it was it was Bible stories yeah so I mean we we had well first of all we had Blockbuster too and we freaking it was like two fifty a movie or some shit like that that was pretty cheap and no you say it's cheap and now you're paying seven bucks a month on Netflix or whatever um, but how often would you go like every weekend two fifty a movie like it adds right, up right, it adds right. up it adds up so. So we and then they get you with the snacks. Sorry, they the hit snacks, you with the fucking snacks. The dude. snacks were not it. The snacks were not it. But they were so expensive. There's one blockbuster left. Yeah, I think it's like in Alaska or something. It's like in Oregon. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's like, close. Yeah. <laughs> close as Alaska is like next to Russia and Oregon. I don't know. I was in the continental West US. Coast. West Coast. West Coast. Got but you. Anyways, <clears throat> um, where were we? At? We were getting like we were kind of stretching it. So to kind of you know go back is. People are really open down here. Yeah. And so 
you know, you said obviously that your first interaction with Judaism was Veggie Tales. No, uh, Rugrats. Oh, Rugrats. Tommy I'm sorry. Pickles. But I, uh, we we got to go up to Far West Avenue sometime because they have a, it's like the JCC, which is the Jewish Community Center up there. Um, <clears throat> they have like matzo ball soup and potato latkes, which is traditional Jewish food. Yeah. So we'll have to go up there and get it. Get you a bagel. I, I, I haven't been out there. I see. So, and that's the thing. Like, I was going to ask you, like, are you really involved with the Jewish community here? Because, I, I mean. I want to get more involved. You want to get more involved? I, I, I would love to volunteer. I, I enjoy volunteering. Yeah. Um, last year, uh, I was able to do, I think, I don't know if it was, like, official toys for Tots, but uh, my girlfriend and I went and got toys and donated them. And, um, you know, obviously the opportunity to give back to people who uh, don't necessarily have the means to, yeah. you know kind of spend their budget on that um i'd love to do something along those lines again i know we're obviously approaching christmas fast so i'll see what i can do but uh you know it's it's a big deal to me to kind of not necessarily raise awareness um or even be you know someone who goes to so so jews have a friday night service i'm not gonna be the person that commits to that i mean our friday nights for the past few months have been going to a volleyball game <laughs> yeah getting They're beers before here they're in the playoffs, getting beers, going to a volleyball game, and then we go out. That's that's been our Friday nights. Um, so I'm not gonna be the guy that goes to a, you know Friday night service, but I, I'd love to give back and you know really contribute to yeah. you know whatever they need in whatever sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I, it's I, just it's it's different. It's a, it's a different feel because I'm I'm saying like there are no Jews in DC area. Like they're Jews. I mean they're they're Jews. I mean, well, I mean, I, like, I'm, I'm not really familiar with the communities, you know, because I don't, you know, I didn't grew up Jewish, so I don't know what type. Major of Northeast. I think this deli shop right here across, or where What's was that? What's the name of it? New Delhi. But they have like pos- New Delhi, India. <laughs> no, 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 not not Delhi. <laughs> nah. It's New and then New Delhi, Delhi, like nah. a, a deli sandwich shop. But they have a lot of sandwiches, a lot of pastrami's, a lot of. I know that's that's big. We're looking it up. Uh, We're looking up the menu. I can tell you right now if it's Jewish. I just there's a lot of food that I didn't recognize. Uh, they do have, uh, I think you said bagels, Jewish, oh. Jew, oh Jewish rye bread. Jewish rye bread. It is that is a thing. That is a thing, right? That's it's a thing. I mean, it's um, I don't know, like Ruben, like Ruben's New York. So like they've. I mean, they, I mean, they have Cuban sandwich. It was all right. It was not good. I I had a really good one uh, back in Houston, and it's really hard to compare it. Like every time I eat a Cuban sandwich, I'm like. Dang it! Like, actually, I had a really great one in New Orleans. Uh, so I'd say it's like New York food, it's, it, right? But I mean, New Not York New York diners are really influenced. Yes, from Jewish. Uh, yes, cuisines. yes. A lot of a lot of Jewish, you know, delicatessens are Rubens. Um, What's up with the brisket? What do you mean? Is is it's is that like a traditional? Yes. Yes. So, but it's not it's not like Texas brisket. No, it's much juicier. Uh, I will say, uh, brisket down here is a little bit more dry. Um, you smoke it a lot more. Whereas our brisket, obviously people do it different ways. Put um, in the oven, though. No? We did do oven. It's like a whole day process. You get the juice, or you get the meat really juicy, and then you serve it with a little bit of fat, whatever. Um, my mother would make it like every every year, it seemed like. so. Is, is, it like, uh, is it like a Sunday roast? Like You know how like English people have like Sunday roast? <laughs> or? English people. I mean, they do. I, I Sunday roast, Sunday roast, mate. Sun, sun, <laughs> Sunday roast. No, so so 
it's definitely one of those foods that you don't eat very often. Um, but I mean, it's good. It's, it's, we, we have it once a year maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not a very common thing, but you know, it's not something that I, uh, you know, something that I really mind. It's something that I enjoy and, uh, yeah. That's good. I don't know. It's, it's, it's whatever. It's how, how is the Jewish community on campus? I, I don't know. They have they have their because um, there there's like a Jewish center yeah, on West so, Campus. Um, I forgot the official name of it. I I don't want to pronounce it wrong. I don't want to call it the wrong name out of respect for them. But uh, most oh, it's Hillel. I know that much. I don't know what they call themselves though. Oh, it's just the Texas Hillel Foundation. So um, it, it's a in a sense a congregation where Jewish people can meet. And and most campuses have it. Um, you know, it's no different than most campuses having like a Christian or Catholic. Is it is there group. like uh, or like a Young Life? Do you know what Young Life is? I so I know what Young Life is. I don't I don't know how they operate. Uh, Hillel. I know they do like you know events. They do, they like pretty much volunteer and go to like high so so and so in front Bible of studies and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it's something like that. Then okay. I'm sure it's something like that. Um, I have not had the opportunity to get over there. Um, we walked by it when we go to Pluckers. We've walked by it. They 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 were doing stuff earlier this week for Hanukkah where they were lighting the menorah. They had one on tower. campus. Yes, yeah, in front, in front of, the of the tower, um, which was pretty cool, just to kind of see. Because I swear we were we didn't have that. Oh. Like we didn't have that. Well, so so what was it? Um, what how how was that like in uh, in Old Dominion? I, Jewish, thought Old Dominion, I thought the Old Dominion was like a like a Christian or no. no, 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 no. But it's so, not. I, I looked it up, and it, it's so it's a very diversified community, right? Um, in terms of race, I can tell you that much. I cannot tell you much about the religion aspect. Aspect. Right. I know there's obviously the Christianities and the Christians. Let me ask you this: Before you met Jordan. When have I met a had I met a Jew? Oh no, hold on. Because <laughs> we're gonna ask that had I met a Jew at fucking Old Dominion. No, Say no, it. no. Say it. Let me finish. Can I finish? When you were a young bachelor, were you ever on J Swipe? No, because that Tinder. that is a thing. Right? I, it, there, there is J Swipe. I was not on that. I was on Tinder. Before. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a miserable lap. Um, it's really popular in some some areas of. Uh, it's popular on college campuses. You swipe and you fuck, and that's yeah. it. I <laughs> J- mean, J- that should be their new their new slogan: swipe fuck. Uh, <laughs> so I had a friend. I uh, one of my my uh, Bubba. He, <laughs> he I don't I don't know why, but one day he added me to uh, a, a dating <laughs> Jew, Jewish dating J- swipe. Uh, Facebook group. And so every time oh I logged on Facebook, I would see like all these, see young, all these Jewish women. Jewish women or Jewish men. It's, it's just a community out there where you put yourself out if you want to date. Uh, but I, I, I thought it was really interesting. It, do, do, do you think that... Uh, Did you think that girls were hot? There's some cute girls. But, you know... There's a stereotype. It's, it's <laughs> there is. I'm going to say it. No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be it? honest. It's, it's, the stereotype is that like, not all Jewish women are pretty. And, and that's not coming from me. That's coming... I think from like the culture you kind of grow up with. Yeah. It's like, it's the thing. It's like, I never heard that before. There were inside talks at it when I, when I used to go to temple, cause we went up all the way until almost high school, um, a little bit into high school. So 
you know, you're at that stage. <laughs> you're at you're at that stage where you probably uh, are. Sh- How do I say this in a way that's not going to get me canceled? <laughs> um, how do ah there th- there's a time when both genders, including males, predominantly males, are their eyes are open for their significant other quote unquote and they would always talk and they'd be like yeah Jewish women like they're not necessarily the prettiest I I have a beautiful girlfriend she's Jewish I will I, I cannot talk for all I only have my eyes on one girl so what is okay so go, so going to that talking about that uh is it, was there ever pressure? Did you ever feel pressure from your family to date someone Jewish? Because because I do see that that the Jewish community does make an effort to stay within. Stay stay within. I I'd say yes. And so here's why I say it. My family didn't care. They they wouldn't care. Whatever girl I brought home, they wouldn't care. If I brought home a Christian, if I brought home a Catholic, or I brought home a Muslim, if I brought home an Australian woman, if I brought home a Japanese woman, whatever, whatever type of woman I brought home, they would not care. It would be it would be accepted in a heartbeat. That said. I felt a sense of importance because, you know, going back to it, my father, when he remarried, he married a Christian woman. And I, and I, and I discovered, I don't really care for this. And so for, I don't know how it is oh, for, that's right. Yeah. I don't know how it is for, you know, you guys. Um, and I say you guys, I, what I do you mean you well, people? So, <laughs> so, so, so when I say that, I don't know how it is for Christians, but oh, for I thought you Mexican. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. So now, now I lost my train of thought. Damn it. Um, you know, for me, I I just didn't I didn't like the Christian culture. Like I don't know how open you are or other Christians are it, it, to it, marrying it, out. There is a um there is, you know, like I think like with with every cultural group there are some some stereotypes and native stereotypes right. and uh you know there was a time especially in Catholic where where you know a lot of people saw the pope in a negative way. Okay. They saw a priest and, and there was well, a lot of, scan- I mean, well, there's a lot of scandals. History. There, there was a lot of scandals. It was like Manchester United who they're playing today. The young boys. That's what the priests liked. That's what, that's <laughs> what they were into. It's like fucking Jerry Sandusky, but in a worship group. But it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's really, I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of, I, I think like how open are you to going outside? I uh, mean, I'm, I've never, dated outside of my and how would your family take it i hope well i think i think so like, you think but, i think so right. yeah but I, like i said i never dated uh out of my my race or my culture uh i never dated outside of uh my religion and it's not that 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 i don't want to you know it just happens it just happens you know and i'd say the same white thing. girls don't find me attractive i don't know i don't know <laughs> Girls all over Jesus. I mean, it's like a flock of birds going to the no, piece no. of bread in the beach. I just, I just know my target demographic. And I, I know what likes me, and so, so over the summer, I guess we have to go back. We learned about STP, segmentation, target, and position. That's what Jesus knows right now. He segmented the girls. He targeted them. No, no creepy way there. And then he positioned himself in the best position and to the, succeed. Uh, yeah, so I could, so, so I could be swept on. It hasn't worked. So, I'm still single. <laughs> so, well, there are other reasons. Um, <clears throat> he's shooting out of his league. He's a single A, double A guy, and he's shooting for the majors. So, hey. I'm kidding. He's, he's a good looking guy. Very nice guy. He's in the military, ladies. So, um, <laughs> no, but but kind of going back on that. 
I I felt inclined to date within my religion, and that's actually why Jordan and I were set up. Uh, Jordan's my girlfriend. Um, we were set up. We had a party called I want to say it was a Fratsby. I don't know if it. I, no, it wasn't Fratsby. Oh, it was. I think it was Mardi Gras, which has, was our like Mardi Gras. Twist. What uh, what fraternity were you in? Phi Kappa Tau. Phi Kappa Phi Tau. Okay. Phi Tau. And so, anyways, um, we were set up because my big was dating her, one of her best friends, and so they were like, "Yeah, you're both Jewish. Like, what the hell? Why not?" And so I, uh, I think we were like drunk as fuck the like, first night we met. Um, we were both absolutely hammered. Uh, nothing happened, but um, <clears throat> beyond the point, I felt a sense of satisfaction knowing that I was dating a Jewish woman. Hmm. Because, I mean, if you hear, like, I, I just, like, I go to her house now. When we're at home, um, I go to her house. I stay there, whatever. Her parents don't really care. But um, they have Jewish, I don't say memorabilia, but Jewish twists. So they have... Uh, you know, they have a, um, what's it called? It's like the elf on the shelf Jewish version. It's like a talking bubby or something. Or Mench on the bench. Mench on the bench. Mench on the bench. Yeah. (laughs) So they have that. They have, um, you know, all kind of Jewish decorations. And so it's like a sense of safety almost. Hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Like, feels like home kind of. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. And so I don't know if I'd find that. Like I go to my dad's house now. He has, you know, Christmas tree, and it's all that shit. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't feel at home. I don't mm. care. I don't, I don't really care. It's, to me, it's like it's whatever. It's cool. A tree. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I have a but Hanukkah do, bush. You, I have a Hanukkah you, bush. You have a tree. <laughs> I have a Hanukkah bush. I know. So that's the next thing. I do have a Hanukkah bush. It is a white Christmas tree that was bought from Walmart, and there are blue ornaments on it. And so, um, we've made that our own little Hanukkah bush. But it was important. Yeah. I I mean if it if it wasn't a if it wasn't a Jewish girl it wouldn't have been a big deal. I would have wanted to raise my kids with some knowledge and let them choose if they want to be, you know, at a certain age. Hey, you're twelve or thirteen years old. You don't have to commit to it, but what would you like to explore more? Right, right. You know, I think I, I'm going to be one of those parents that's kind of going to let my kids, you know, pick out what they want to do. Um, okay. But yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this, and so we can move on to the next segment of the podcast and, and close it out here. Uh, grown up Jewish, uh, grown up Jewish, grown up Jewish. Uh, what was it like to have a bar mitzvah? I've never been to one. I seen, I so mine was a little different. It was fun. Um, so my brother and I got bar mitzvah at the same time. He was 14. I was 13. And so typically you're supposed to both be 13 or you're supposed to be 13 when that happens. Um, cause, cause, cause technically you're a man. Yes. At 13 years old, you become a Jewish man. And so I, had my service, went through my whole tour portion, um, <clears throat> and then eventually uh, we had a dinner instead of a party, and so it was fine. It was a little, a little bit of both. It was like half party, half, you know, half party, half dinner, whatever. Um, but you went to a lot. I went to a few. I, well, I, I probably went to like five or six. So, so um, I, I, they're I, fun. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they're like they're much more fun when you're older. Um, yeah, I bet they're I, a lot more fun. I'm assuming it's they're they're similar to quinceañeras. Uh, quinceañeras yeah. in our culture is quinceañeras, yeah. and in uh, American culture it's Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, 
I, I probably Dude, is there, is there like uh, is bar mitzvah bar mitzvahs for both men and women or so, female? So no. bar mitzvahs for men, bat mitzvah is bat for women. Mitzvah. Women, you do not have to get bat mitzvah. You have your own choice. If you do, you can do it at any point in your life, past thirteen years old or twelve years old, maybe. Um, it's totally your choice. Hmm. But a, a majority of I would say that women do get bat mitzvah. Um, I will say so. So you have the service, and you go to the party, and the party. There's dancing. There's they they put you in a chair and they hold you up and they throw you up and down. You think you're gonna lose your life, but you're not really. Um, it's a good old time. It's a good old time. Yeah, sounds sounds like a quinceañera except with the the chair part. <laughs> Without the chair part, you're not you're not Jewish weddings. If Jesus if Jesus makes the cut for the bachelor party, he'll uh. He'll be throwing in one. We'll, in put the chair. In chair. we'll put him in a chair. We're going to throw him up and down. He'll be scared out of his life. He'll probably shit his pants. I'm like, this guy is in the military. He's on a, hey, I mean, he's on yeah, boat. it does look scary because there's no guardrails. Like, there's... What do you need a guardrail for? You're going to fall on what? Someone uh-huh. might catch you. Someone might not catch you. I, I was watching, um, there's a movie, an Adam Sandler movie. Adam Sandler. I think it's called, um, it's the one where he, his son, his daughter is marrying Chris Rock's son. Um... What the hell are you talking about? You haven't about? seen it. What's it called? Uh man, you're gonna make me look for it. But anyways, uh, they're at the they're at the uh, obviously they have a Jewish wedding because Adam Sandler, right? Uh, you know, gets. Did you is, is this is this? Uh, I I just saw this on Twitter and I'm glad I, br- I brought this up uh, while I look for the movie. Is it true? Uh, and you might have more uh, insight on this because you, you're American from the north. Does the the women uh, father of the bride pays for the wedding? Is that true? That's old. I mean, it still happens. It's old. I mean, I expect that. Because um, I feel like uh, in, in Mexican tradition, like, I think. What's that tradition? I don't know. The week of. The week of. That's the movie. That. The week of. Well, the week of. Well, anyways, in, in, in the movie, the, um, they're talking and they're, and they're being carried by the chair <laughs> and they're and they're having a conversation up there. And then uh, it was just really funny. That's, that's what I thought. of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw. I don't know. I just. This reminded me of that. I saw a tweet, and it was like in in, in uh, American culture, uh, usually the bride, uh, the bride's father pays for everything. So, because I have seen yeah. references to that, like even it's, I think I was watching old. How I Met Your Mother, and I think Ted breaks up uh, a it couple, is. and he's like, "Well, you owe my dad, you know, hundred k for the wedding it that is. didn't happen." Uh, I don't think that's uh, in Mexican cultures. I think they either go Dutch or um, I don't know what Dutch means. I think it means 50 50. Okay. So, I've, heard, so, I've heard that reference before. I hope I said that. So, so yeah, right. We're going to be talking about well, we're going to get canceled. Uh, but get canceled. <laughs> no, so, so I would say it's definitely older. Um, or maybe the, the, I think. Can I just call it 50 50? Going Dutch, a term that indicates that each person participating in a paid activity covers their own expenses. So I would, I would expect that my parents will contribute. I don't want to say I will expect because I think they already have it figured out yeah I'll they're saving now <laughs> her style maybe a little um yeah <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's old it's it's definitely an older thing and i i don't know if it's gonna continue to happen here um but i don't really care i mean i'm i'm cool with whatever if yeah i need to pay for part of it you know i can it doesn't make a difference to me yeah i i know i was really surprised when i when i when i uh, saw that on Twitter. So, so if you were to get married to a Hispanic lady, is it fifty-fifty? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I don't know. I think, I, I, I think I it depends in families. 
I'd love to hear what different people do. Yeah. I say people, different cultures do. Cause I don't, it's not that way for everything, but. Well, um, I, I, I never thought of it. Like I just saw that tweet yeah. and, uh, and I was like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's uh, move on to the, the next portion I like to call close out Q and a, uh, so I got these five set of questions that I asked all my guests. Oh, shit. Uh, there's no right or wrong. You could take it to your interpretation. Uh, but there's five questions. Here it goes. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received and why? I don't know. Um, uh, I'd have to think about that. You never sent me the questions beforehand. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Let me, let me think about it and get back to me on that one. Okay. Can I do like a skip? Yeah, you could do a skip. Uh, if you can grab a drink with anyone in the world, past or current, who would it be and why? With anyone in the world. These are kind of like icebreaker questions. Feels like the I first know. week of school, huh? <laughs> Feels like I, orientation. I'd love to get a drink with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, you were um, a big, you're a big fan of him. I was a huge fan of Kobe. I, oh, if someone put me at the table with like a business person, I was like, oh, here you go. Start telling me shit. I'd probably fall asleep. Um, probably say Kobe. Huh. Kobe would be cool. Cool. Good choice. Uh, Who would you get a drink with? Past or current? Uh, no one's ever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, these right. these questions are being fired back. These to you. these are these are these are for for my guest. Right. So I'm asking uh, you as well. I I don't know who I've said in the past. I think I've said in the past. Um, I don't know. I think I think uh, I would like to pick uh, brains with. I um, see. I wasn't prepared, but <laughs> well, that's the point. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think I think right now I like to pick. Um, I like Aziz Ansari. That's just the first person that came up in my head. Aziz Ansari. Yeah, just like I like to learn his thought process. Or, or you know what? So, sorry, switch it over. Since we were talking about Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, Jerry the adventures he must have gone uh, in his twenties, thirties, uh, and the way that his creativity just keeps flowing. I I, I would want to tap into it and, and figure out his process. That's right. Um, I, w- I want to go back to that first question. Okay, let's go. Best back. piece of advice. I I would like to have a twist on that. I would say my life motto. Okay. And and so it's that when in stressful situations arise, you can either do one of two things. You can either sit and procrastinate, and you're not going to get it done, and you're probably going to throw fit, whatever. Or you can just get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I've done in my life. Um, you know, at any point in my life, like I said, growing up, I had a. Uh, learning disability and to myself I could have thought about has a disadvantage and said screw it this is going to be the end of my you know academic career or I could say suck it up and do what I did and next thing you know um you know I'm in grad school at one of the best universities in the world so I I feel that way about everything it's just suck it up it's not gonna be fun it's not gonna be sexy it's not gonna be pretty but if you if you just get it done it's makes life so much easier great motto great it's it's whatever I don't know. Take it for as you may. Okay. Uh, question number three. What's your favorite places or what's your favorite place of all the places that you've traveled and why? Fenway Park. I love the city You're of Yankee Boston. Fan, I'm a Yankee fan. I, I cannot stand Yankee Stadium. I hate Yankee Stadium. It's so boring. Fenway Park. Did you go to the old one or the new one? Both. I've been to both. Wow. Okay. Fenway Park is one of the most beautiful baseball stadiums in the entire world. It's tiny though, isn't it? It's not tiny. It's not big. It's not tiny though. I mean, I, I don't know. I like it's so nostalgic and historic, and you know, it, it's it's funny that you said that because we went to um, the basketball game at Greg, 
and something about it just you know yes it's a small stadium compared to Frank Irwin Center we were sitting the second deck up and you still felt I mean you could say we were sitting nosebleeds for all was, I care. Was, was it that kind of feeling when you went to Fenway like just being in somewhere historic kind of it was like that and then it's like oh my god there's a whole ball game seventh between the seventh and eighth inning or between the top of the seventh and the bottom of the seventh between the top of the, no between the top of the eighth and the bottom of the eighth they play uh neil diamond three carolina. Out, three carolina. Yeah. and then if boston's losing going into the bottom of the ninth they play shipping up to boston by dropkick murphy's oh, wow. and if you know that song that thing has you ready to run through a brick wall. Is that the dun 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 dun? dun it's 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 yeah, kind of. It's like I'm a sailor peg who dropped my leg, and it's just heavy metal, and it's uh, oh, that gets you going. It's, it's like, like like Irish tune kind of. It's Irish, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know you're talking about. Um, I've been to Ireland. I've never been to Ireland. <laughs> I know you you visited Europe. I've never visited Europe. Um, I will say I love all my teams that I love. I love going to the like. Whoever they're playing, especially to rival. Like I've been to Washington football team stadium, absolute shitty stadium. But seeing the people in the nosebleeds, like right square up with each other after having <laughs> half a beer, and they have shirts that's like "fuck the Cowboys" and "fuck Washington" back and forth. It's I mean, like it feels this. it feels like Texas OU. I mean, yeah, I mean Texas OU. I wanted to fight everyone fan there, but I was like, ah, no, I'll be responsible. I'll probably get my ass kicked anyways. Dude, that was such a crazy environment, but such crazy. a fun environment. It was and fun. That's, it was that's fun. what makes it so great. Fenway Park is the same way. You're a Yankee fan. You're getting booed. Um, I, I, I last last Yankee Fenway game, last Yankee game at Fenway that I was at, there was just like the next section over to us. Some Yankee fans were chatting up the whole game. And people were, like, throwing hot dogs at them. I don't know what about that, but it's like, like, let me just go to fucking war. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Where, where about you? Uh, I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm going to ask you uh, all these questions. No. What's your I answered one. I, ge- I gave you one. He's big. Uh, <laughs> he's a uh, big. Uh, you're, my, you're, my, you're my guest, man. I have to what's ask the you. Place that, what's that thing called? And Denmark, is it? Denmark? No. Netherlands, Belgium. Swiss. <laughs> what uh, what is, is what's that place with what, the famous what, red? It's the red light. I know you're talking about. Uh, what is your favorite? <laughs> what is uh? I I did like it there. Um, what is your favorite item you bought this year? I don't buy clothes. I don't, you don't buy a lot of anything. But what is your favorite thing that you bought within the year? That I bought. I honestly can't even tell you because I don't, I don't buy anything. If you if you look at like all the stuff that I have. Most of it's either gifts or like shit that I don't like ever buy. I will say probably the best gift I've gotten this year. Um, I had a nice Patagonia the other day. That was beautiful. Uh, oh, you know what? The fa- most favorite item that I bought was probably this fucking university. Yeah, coming to this university, <laughs> man. It's an expensive. It was an expensive buy. The big ticket. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we you, got, you have to pull it out of me. The big ticket. Um, the big ticket is the uh, athletic season pass for students yeah. uh, here at UT. Yeah. Gives you access to all home games. Uh, I thought you were going to say the tequila, man, because you've been buying uh, Grant Scent. Yeah, Respot Respot Auto. Um, no, because that's no, those are like treats. I don't really yeah. buy a lot of stuff, though. Like, if you look at my purchase history, it's mostly just food. Because I'm a fat ass. Like... <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, the next thing I'm gonna fucking need to buy is a new suit. What uh, what book, movie, podcast uh, have you read, seen, heard recently? Would you recommend it, and why? The subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's a book you can find on Amazon. Um, 
it really teaches you how to kind of like live your life yeah. without caring. And I, and I, and I sense I try to live my life like that. Um, I'm looking up who it's by. So the subtle art of not giving a fuck, counterintuitive approach to living a good life. So that's the sec. That's the second version. Um, it's by Mark Manson. I don't know. I just you like it. I try to live a carefree life. I try to live a stress-free life. I don't really like stress. Except really during like finals it. week. Even during the finals week, I'm like I'm just not losing. I'm losing sleep, and it's like whatever. But I definitely recommend that, um, especially if you're trying to grow, you know, as an individual. Right, so, right. Yeah. What about book or or what do you? Binge that, that was a book. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Sub- Lord, not um, a, a movie or a podcast. A serious, um, maybe. So, so movie. I don't watch a lot of movies. It's a big time commitment. Uh, probably you I do watch, watch a lot of sports. We watch a lot of sports. Either. I watch a shit ton of sports. Have you? I, I don't think I've watched a single. That's not true. I committed to Peaky Blinders yesterday. Which well, I've watched it. on and off. I watched on and off for like the longest time. Whenever I would go to the gym, I would have it on my Netflix. And I watched the first two episodes yesterday. I think that's my winter break show I said yeah. earlier. I didn't have one. I forgot about that. Um, we finished Ted Lasso. That was our oh, Ted Lasso. Lasso was great. Ted Lasso, that was, that was my first show. That was yeah. my first show I probably watched in like three or four years. It's always sports. Yeah. I mean, every That's time. But uh, uh, how did you like it? Because it was a shitty... There, there was some shit. Well, I mean, first of all, it was an emotion of a roller coaster. There was one or two shitty episodes. That kills you. And then the fucking way it ended. Oh, it was just insane. Sadness. I have to put advantage to my Apple TV account because I don't ever watch Apple TV. That's the only thing I pay for. Um, I, I want to see the um, Shrink Next Door with Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. Shrink Next Door. I may have to watch that as well. But definitely uh, definitely a big fan of uh, Ted Lasso. Thought they did a phenomenal job with the show. There was two bad episodes, the one about Chris Beard. And then I want to say there was another one that just like didn't get the Oh, yeah, the, the Beard, Coach Beard. So that that episode sucked. Also, that's the one that had the fucking holiday episode, and it was like mid September. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's kind of strange, but I guess I'm here for it in a sense. Um, the last one was great. The, the, last. the last episode, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of more references to EPL. Yeah, and um, so season three, um, they have the deal signed with the EPL to use their. Uh, club badges, the names, and then the trophies. So that's gonna be badass. And you're gonna actually hear like, oh yeah, the FA Cup or the English FA Cup. Yeah, because I think the biggest team they mentioned the first Crystal season, Palace. Cri- Crystal Palace, and I think yeah. Man Man City. Because they cause do make Jamie references Tart, to Man uh, City. Jamie Tart went back. Sorry, oh, I just pulled it for somebody. <laughs> uh, and I think maybe Newcastle. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think. No podcast? I listen. So I listen to a lot of sport business podcasts. Uh, Joe Pompliano, who has a Twitter, has a podcast um, that I enjoy. It's called the Joe Pomp Joe Pomp Show. He's only on his 10th episode, but he has had some good guests so far. So I enjoy that one. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the daily for me, man. Ain't much. Live a simple life. Wake up. Do my shit. Go to sleep. Well, uh, we've reached the. <laughs> He's laughing. He's laughing like I live we, this like fucking mysterious <laughs> lifestyle, like I'm fucking Ben Ten over here. Uh, well, well, we've re- we that's the only reference he could understand. I don't know. Or that. Spy Kids too. Spy Kids too. You know that yeah, one? I know Spy Kids too. There's that other one. It's like the agent. 
Yeah. Tea. I don't know. Well, we've reached the uh, end of the podcast. Uh, yeah. The place you were talking about was Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. But <laughs> some town in Europe, some country in Europe or the Scandinavian. But that's uh, that's the end of the show. So until next time, everyone. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, nice chatting with you. And I uh, look forward to your future episodes. Thank you.